Reed's Ranch is proud to partner with Marcos Garza and the Garza Law Firm, East Tennessee's premier DUI defense, criminal defense, and personal injury law firm. If you find yourself needing legal representation this year, do the smart thing. Call the best team in East Tennessee, the Garza Law Firm, at 865-540-8300. That's 865-540-8300. GarzaLaw.com. You can chat with somebody 24-7. Before you say guilty, say Garza. We appreciate Marcos and his team for their continued support. The Garza Law Firm. I mean, this is the last stand. You're listening to The Unfiltered. Well, I hate to say I told you so. There's nothing to be done besides to get on Twitter and tweet to all my dumbass followers. (laughs) But I told you so. Hey, I told you so. The controversial. He's a dumbass. He can't do math. He's an idiot. He gets his hair cut at Walmart. Look at that shitty haircut. The realest podcast in the Southeast. Let the dogs loose. Let the goons be goons. 11 in a row. 11 in a row. 11 in a row. Enough. 38 in a row. As in 38 on extra point when we were whipping that ass. Ranch gang, stand up. The holy war is upon us. Welcome to Reed's Ranch, the podcast with Seth Hughes. Like, just quit acting like this is any fun at all. Another edition of Reed's Ranch. It's Wednesday, August 23rd. It's the last Reed's Ranch before it's officially game week. Seth joins me down in Alabama. What's up, Seth? Not much, John. It's good to hear your voice as usual. Let's get a let's get a chili check. Hot, 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 hot. Excited. Excited. It's almost here. It's almost here. I've been thinking. I think Virginia. I'm sure everyone bitched about it when it happened and when it, and when it was announced. But I kind of think it's the perfect week one opener, especially for this team. Yeah. With Joe Milton, you don't know exactly what you have with Joe Milton. You want to get him a game, get his confidence as they as a full-time starter. I know he played well against Vanderbilt. I know he played well all year, last year, mop-up duty. I know he played pretty good against Clemson. But, like, now he's back to being the official starter. Now the pressure's kind of back on him. So I like that it's not like a Bowling Green game. It's not an Austin P game. It's a Power 5 team. It's a neutral site game. It's on ABC. People will be watching. This is a game that you obviously should win and win big, but it's one that at least will still somewhat send a message if you play well. And then you get, of course, basically a bye week next week. So I'm sure everyone bitch said, oh, no, Nissan Stadium, uh, Virginia, that's boring. I'm sure I said it too. But now that it's almost here, I think it's actually going to work out pretty well. I do like this uh, playing on ABC at the beginning of every season. I think that's pretty cool. Do you um, think this game would be on ABC if it was in Neyland Stadium? Because I don't think it could be, could it? It could not be, correct. Right, so this um, being a neutral site game puts you on national TV. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm – they're just – it's really crazy how bad they are. I think it's pretty crazy how bad they are, considering they weren't that bad. When Bronco Mendenhall left, I mean, 
what did Bronco go his last year there? Like nine and four, or whatever. No, in six and six. Okay, he went six like and I six. Say, I thought he won the division. Then they took a pretty big step back the next year. Yeah, yeah, but you know he had good grief. Their schedule was pretty tough that last year. They lost. Okay, they went six and six. Um, his last year, but they had Brendan Armstrong, who who was really good, and he totally he he was terrible last year. He's at North Carolina State now. Uh, they're just so bad, man. But it I, it is nice that it's a win. It is it's two tune up games, one on national TV. You should get a huge win over a power five opponent on national TV. It's hard to complain about life if you're a Tennessee fan right now. Like, is this game as fun and exciting as what we like? No. Would playing at BYU have been cooler? Yes. But it's tough to complain if you're a Tennessee fan right now. Tennessee's going to show up on ABC against a Power 5 opponent and absolutely drink from their skull. So, I'm not really going to complain about it. Yeah, I don't think I would want to start the season at BYU. I mean, we'd win, but I don't think I'd want to start the season there. I like this setup better. Are you sad that we're not going to BYU? I was looking forward to it. I was looking forward to it a lot. But from a um, personal standpoint, you wanted to take the trip, right? Yes, yes, yes. Um, I, You know, I have no idea if BYU, what they have. I assumed that they would be a little better than Virginia. I mean, we certainly wouldn't be 28-point favorites. I still think we'd probably win, but... um. The boost from beating them is not worth the risk, in my opinion. There is something to be said, I think. I would rather have played BYU, but there's something to be said, I think, for the fact, like a lot to be said of the fact that we basically get two weeks to really iron out some things and before we have to go to Gainesville. And it'll be great that we'll get credit for a neutral site game. Because no one really like held it against Georgia last year that they beat the shit out of Oregon, you know, close to campus. It was just, hey, it's a neutral site win over Oregon. Obviously, Virginia is not as good as Oregon. I, I understand that. But, like, on your resume, it won't show up as a home game. But it is a home game. And if we're going to have to do neutral site games, it, I would much, much, much rather do them in Nashville than Charlotte. That is for certain. Um, I'm not particularly... Thrilled about playing Syracuse in Atlanta. I think no, that's, that's kind a of a dumb, dumb game. game. That's a dumb game. When is that game? I don't even know, man. Who will, who's our opener next year? Do we know? Is, is that the neutral site game against, is it North Carolina State and, and Charlotte? Is that what we're doing? Or is it West Virginia? Who the hell are we playing? <laughs> it might be North Carolina State. Um, okay, so at least I don't feel It is State. It's State. Either. Okay. It's State, yeah. That's, and th- so, like, that's a game. Okay, so we open up with Chattanooga. And then we play state. I'm glad that's not week one. I'd be a little nervous playing neutral site with, you know, Nico not having any reps as a starter, most likely. Yeah, we play state the second week, and that was like a game that was just now scheduled, right? Like that's game that like that I game was that was because we moved Oklahoma around, right? Because they'd be coming to the SEC. Yeah, who we end up still having to go to Oklahoma. Yeah, so it's Chattanooga, then state in in Charlotte. But you're right. We also play West Virginia and Charlotte again too, which is just stupid. I'm sorry, it's stupid. That's a that's a dead stadium. Stadium has no say. That stadium has zero character. Zero. It is not historic Nissan Stadium. That is correct. 
there have been no AFC championships played inside of Charlotte's football stadium. That is correct. There have been no AFC championships played inside Nissan Stadium either, but that's besides the point. Never mind. So, yeah, I'm excited. Big news of the day is that Food City bought (laughs) Thompson Bowling Arena at Food City Center's naming rights. I imagine you're going to be mad about this. Uh... I'm not mad about it. I mean, I think it's, I think, like, I thought, I guess my main thoughts about this are, one, I do dislike it. I don't think it's as bad as, say, Major League Baseball having a patch on the sleeve of the jerseys. I mean, I think, like, the Braves having the the yellow quick read patch is atrocious. Um, I did think it was funny that the Giants, like, signed this contract with this cruise company, this automated car company at the beginning of August, and then cruise like proceeded to immediately like crash every car they have. Well, I mean, that's essentially what happened with the Lakers and crypto. That's the same thing that kind of happened with the Miami heat. And they went with crypto. They went with something crypto too. Yeah. It was FTX arena, right? Right. Yeah. And and then it just like immediately crashed. Like, well, we can't, we can't do this anymore. Yeah. It's not that bad. But I don't like it. But I think that my main thought, my main thought about this is that you have to take the the good and the bad with Danny White. This was, I think, this did not surprise me in the least. I think maybe the surprise was that I would have guessed it would have been the baseball stadium first before he went for the basketball stadium. But this seemed to me obviously something he would do. Obviously, is the Danny White thing. You have to take the good with the bad. For all the modernization and all the great things he's get done, you're going to have to take some stuff you might not like. That, to me, is like the, the main point of this story, is that you have to take the good with the bad. I mean, it, it sounds kind of goofy. It sounds like it's like it a food It sounds very drive. goofy. It sounds very food goofy. Food City Center. Food City Center. It sounds like it's a food drive where homeless people can call, come. Which, what are they calling the Food City Center? Is that going to be like the whole area around Thompson Bowling? Like, is that going to be the parking lot? Because if you're saying the arena is separate than the center and that the arena is inside the center, is the whole center like just the surrounding area too? Or do they even care if it makes sense? They just want some alliteration and they throw Food City on there. I don't know. My, my, my other thought is that, okay – I do not know who Thompson or Bowling were. I don't I don't know who either of those people were. Okay, I don't either. So maybe that's part of the reason why like they they did the basketball. I don't think he'll do football. I really don't think he would he will do football. I think How confident are you that he won't do football? I'm not like 100% confident. I mean, I think How confident are you? I don't know. I would say 70. Okay. 75. Would you be angry if he did football? I think I think that's a bridge too far. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't think I, I think that that's too. I think he knows that probably too. I do but too. Also, like I do also think that we're at a weird part of college football right now, where I could see some of these boosters, at least the mid tier boosters, kind of shifting their attention away and maybe getting more behind supporting the boys and the collectives versus making their. $10,000 donations to the school and such. Now, I know that, like, the school's still going to be printing money, but I could see this be a way of being like, okay, so 
we are needing to raise a bunch of money, and the donations maybe aren't going to be as strong as they usually are because people are going to spend that towards the collective instead. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I yeah, I, I, I can certainly see that too, and I, I don't know what to... If you're a donor, I think you would certainly get more bang for your buck donating to the collective than you would donating X amount of money for a new weight room you're certainly never going to use, et cetera, et cetera. How much money is it? $20 million? Right. Well, they said a little bit over $20 million. Okay. It, it sounds goofy. It is goofy. I dislike well, just simply it. simply call it TBA then. If you, don't, like, if, it, if you don't like it, then just keep calling it Thompson Bowling. But my main feeling is that when it comes to Danny White, you're going to have to you're going to have to deal with stuff like this because you're going to have to deal with stuff like this and stuff like him. Like, it made me cringe. It made me cringe that he drops the link for the new field goal post after we beat Alabama. Like, you're just going to have to deal with stuff like that. The man never stops thinking about making money. That He never stops thinking about making money and winning games. And... It just is what it is. Tennessee Athletics are in an amazing position. And, you know, and Danny White does have a lot to do with it. You're going to have to take the good with the bad. It does sound goofy, though. I mean, it, you know, it really does. I, I think I'm going with TBA FCC. That's what I'm going with. It's a mouthful, too. TBA FCC. Or I might just call it the FCC. Is it Thompson Bowling Arena at Food City Center? Yep. That's the official name, according to... Well, that's what I saw Austin Price tweet, so I assume that's what he was saying. A bit of a mouthful, I think. A bit of a mouthful, I think. But here we are. I think within the next 10 years, you'll have kids growing up just calling it the Food City Center, the FCC. You might. You might. They know They know who, They know. know who. what Food City is. I don't know who Thompson or Bowling are. Word? I think I would rather do this than what some of these schools are doing with the naming, like, head coaching positions after sponsors. After yeah, I think, donors. I, I think that's goofy too. Michigan State didn't they sell? Did Michigan State sell their whole basketball program to like Quicken Loans? I don't know. Wasn't I it did. Like, wasn't it like the Michigan State basketball program powered by Quicken Loans, or am I, I making that up? I, I don't know. I do know that their new weight room is for football, mind you. The new football weight room is like the Tom Izzo weight room, which is bizarre to me. But I, I think that the Michigan head coaching job is like has a name like that it's not it's but it's like a family um yeah yeah michigan michigan state just is the msu spartans presented by rocket mortgage like their whole basketball program is just sponsored by rocket mortgage that's tacky but i don't ever hear anybody say that obviously on tv yeah it'd be really funny if they had to say that on tv doesn't that seem like a waste of money for rocket mortgage it's probably just a way to make michigan state fans very happy i don't know i guess dan gilbert loves his his Spartans. I don't I don't know. But yes, it does seem very tacky. And it does seem beneath Michigan State. So I think if Michigan State basketball program can roll around in the mud like that, then I would say I'm like 45% uh, assured that Danny White will not sell off the rights to Neyland Stadium. I would say it's probably more likely than not. I don't know, man. I think Tennessee football is a lot more prestigious than Michigan State basketball. I hear you, but just in the, in the last 15 years. I, I, really. I, I would not put anything past Danny. I, I think uh, Thomas says, like, it would be something like Pilot Field at Neyland Stadium. I hate that. I hate that. I hate that. 
I hate everything about, I don't think you need to touch Neyland Stadium. I'm not mad about Thompson Bowling. I'm not mad about it. It just, it's goofy. That's it. But Neyland Stadium doesn't need to be touched. You know, if you want to, I don't know what you want to do. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I don't want to do anything like the the head coach position has like like Jim Harbaugh does or whatever. I don't want to do anything like that. You make a million. How much money do they make a year from SEC Network? We It's like 70. I, th- I think they come in like 70 million like on the new, whenever the new deal kicks in. I, these athletic departments are amazing at convincing their fan bases that they need more money, that it's all about the money, that we have to go to this new conference because of the money. We just, we have to get this money. Like, no, you have plenty of money. You got plenty. You have plenty. You make plenty from ESPN and the gate and the concessions and everything else. You make plenty. You don't have to whore yourself out to a sponsor on Neyland Stadium. You are not a whore. Now, the Food City Center, whatever. It's it's basketball, okay, it's not football. Let's But you don't need you don't need to whore Neyland Stadium out. You're not a whore. You're not a whore. Hmm. Josh throws up another 11-1 season. <laughs> People just fall in line. <laughs> well, like I said, you got to take the good with the bad. Do you buy what Danny did to Tony Elliott? Because I don't. Um, I think Tony Elliott could have been the head coach of Tennessee if he wanted to be. Yeah, like Period. Danny acted like he didn't offer him, and like I know that he probably didn't technically offer him a contract, but I think it's because Tony Elliott's people told him no, he's not taking the job, so you don't officially offer. I think it, it was obviously a massive, massive miscalculation by Tony Elliott. Yeah, if I'm him, I'm not doing that interview. I'm not. I, I would have not answered any questions about Tennessee. Why did he say that he could have had the job? Like, dude, you're coaching at Virginia. I think someone asked him about it. I know, but why, but like you don't you don't have to. That's what I'm saying. I, I wouldn't have to say anything. I'm like, I'm not talking about yeah. Tennessee. Yeah, yeah. Because there's no good answer. Because he looks like a dumbass. Like, I guess he could say, "Hey, I trusted Big God, and Big God told me that you know God's plan was to give me a uh, you know a better battle because I'm a, I'm one of his favorite soldiers." So he said, "Hey, yeah, going to Tennessee would be better, but I'm gonna send you to Virginia because you're one of my better soldiers." I just I think that Tennessee dodged a massive, massive, massive bullet. You know, well, yeah, bullet. Danny White dodged a massive, massive, massive bullet. He would not be seen as a genius. He would not be a real Doctor Danny had he hired Tony Elliott. Everything would be very bad here. And luck, luck is such a crucial part of the whole thing. It always is, regardless of who you hire. Luck is same like thing could be said about Alabama and Rich Rodriguez. Yep. So I think Tony Elliott could have been the the head coach of Tennessee if you wanted to be. So no, I didn't buy Danny. The most surprising thing about it was that Danny felt the need to quote Zach Reagan and nothing against Zach, but like, why are we quoting beat writers and like, and like any, like, why are we, why are we quoting? It just means he's very online. And it's funny because it comes from the guy who said text to buddy. Like now he is, he's on the internet with a little heat check. Like I'm going to bury Tony Elliott two weeks before the game. To gain some internet clout, because that's all it would be to do is to gain some internet clout, and to make. Because I, I don't, I don't think Josh Heupel needs like a, hey bro, no, no, you are my first choice. I don't think Josh Heupel cares at this point because Josh Heupel is going to make nine million dollars a year and coach a top ten team again. So like, I don't think Josh Heupel needs that. No, no, no. I didn't really want Tony. I interviewed him and I said no, I like Josh better. I, he didn't need that. Heupel did it for the internet points. I thought it was a little cringe. I, I'm not trying to be a boomer. I'm not trying to be a boomer. I just. 
and I'm not going to say, like, I hate when people say it's a bad look. Like, it's not what I'm saying. Like, I just, it just surprised me that Danny did it. Like, what good does it do? I think it's a everyone- heat check, man. It's a heat check when you're riding around cashing checks and breaking necks and, you, and you're untouchable. You do stuff like that. If, if Tennessee was coming off of a 7-5 and five or 8-4 and four season, he wouldn't have done it. Like, everyone knows already that Danny, that Danny has to tuck it into his sock, okay? Everyone knows. We don't need Danny to go after Tony Elliott for us to know he has a log chain, okay? We all know he tucks it into his sock. I don't need a heat check from Danny. I don't need him to put it on the table over Virginia football. Let's wait. Let's wait. Let's wait. Let's, let's wait a couple. Let's, let's wait, you know, until we're later on in the season. Like I said, we all know Danny has a log chain. I, I guess that's. I just was surprised. I, I didn't like that was not on my bingo card of things for Danny White to tweet. Well, especially as Tony Elliott was very complimentary of Tennessee and said we're a blue blood. Yes. Tony was classy. It wasn't like he was like, you know what? I just thought Virginia was a better opportunity for me. It was just like, God told me not to. Tennessee's a blue blood. They're obviously doing very well. Great for them. Like, it was very, very classy. And then Danny dropped a nuke on him. You think Tony Elliott doesn't, like, lay awake at night wishing he had taken the job? Tony Elliott is by... I don't don't know if he's married, but I imagine his wife brings that up every time they get into a fight. Yes, he is. He is, by all accounts, an awesome guy. He did like he didn't take the job. It worked out for us. You know, he's a good guy. He's by all accounts a great dude. I just didn't see I just whatever, whatever, whatever. You got to take the good with the bad. You have to take the good with the bad with Danny White. When you're hot, you're hot. I got your back, Danny, and I think the I can't wait to support the boys this year inside Thompson Bowling Arena at Food City Center. And I'll do my part to make sure this podcast always correctly refers to it as such. TBA. And on my radio show. I'll make sure that we address it properly as such. TBA at FCC. The TBA at FCC. Yeah, Tony's got him a beautiful family. And the sad thing is Tony can't even use it as motivation for next week because he's just outmanned. Yeah, it's just... And he's just outsmarted too. Like, he's not as good schematically as Heupel is. There's not much he can do. He's drawing dead, as we say. Where's their quarterback from? Monmouth. I have no clue. I haven't looked in. I haven't done any Virginia prep yet. I saw they got they named the starter this week, and I think I saw he's a transfer from Monmouth because again they ran off Brendan Armstrong. They could bring back that one guy from the NFL, and it wouldn't matter. I have Matt no clue Schaub. what his name was, but he Matt was a pretty good college quarterback. Well, they could bring Matt Schaub back too if they wanted. <laughs> I was talking Schaub. about the Matt guy Schaub who won played the division. It. Matt Shaw played at Virginia, right? I think so. But they had, was it Bo Perkins, I believe? I don't even know. I believe it was Bo Perkins or Bryce Perkins. They could bring him back. He went to the NFL. He was with the Rams last year. I just, all I remember is them beating Virginia Tech and going crazy. Yeah, yeah, Bryce Perkins. They could bring him back. It's not going to matter. All right, anything else, Tennessee, we need to hit? Uh, Big time commit. Big time commit, okay, yeah. Jordan Ross. Down from your neck of the woods. How far are you away from Vestavia Hills? An hour and ten minutes. It's Birmingham. Vestavia is Birmingham. Oh, okay. It's just I, one of those. It's just another rich enclave of Birmingham. Okay, so Vestavia Hills is rich because that's what I assumed when I heard the Jason Isbell song called. Vestavia yeah, Hills. it's extremely well off. Yes. 
Okay. Yeah. Then I was surprised we were getting recruits from there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think everyone is. I think everyone is. Um, Alabama What's the deal with this guy? Al- Alabama, he could, he could not have gone to Alabama, obviously. Uh, Why not? That's not good enough. Too much of a project. I, I have no idea. He's top 100 on every single site. I don't know that. I don't know that it's that he's not good enough. I mean, our recruiting expert Brooks, I thought said he wasn't going to be a plug and play five star. That he was one that you're going to have to develop a little bit. Yeah, like he's, one he's that's skinny. Gonna, like, basically, he's skinny. Have to sit out a year. Yeah. yeah, he's skinny. So maybe Alabama's still just above taking those type of high four stars and five stars. Like they want those guys to come in and be ready to play immediately, which wouldn't know, really make man. sense because they can afford to sit them. The lowest. The lowest he is rated is on Rivals, and they have him as the 81st overall player in the country. That's the lowest he's rated. Now, again, Alabama didn't want him. Florida wanted him. Florida wanted him. Now, as happens nowadays with every school, if you don't commit by, like, July, teams back off because they want everything done by the end of July. So Florida has their class done or whatever. They're tired of waiting on him, you know, because – People just want their class done before fall camp starts. Tennessee was willing to wait a little bit longer. But, like, Florida wanted them. LSU wanted them. And, like, the idea that this guy could go at all, couldn't go to Auburn is, is to me, is ridiculous. I mean. Hugh, Hugh Freeze ain't kicking that much ass yet. Yeah, like, he is a top 50 player in the country. Florida wanted them. LSU wanted them. To me, to me, that's all that matters. I don't really care whether or not Alabama wanted them because – like you out recruited LSU in Florida, you know he's a top fifty player in the country on every single site. I, I've never heard anything about character concerns ever with him. It's always been teams are tired of waiting because like it's like Tennessee. Like how many like Tennessee's recruiting like two high schoolers still. Like you know, I mean, who even knows if they're going to keep recruiting like Ryan Wingo? They have so many wide receivers already. They probably will, but you could see them not. Because these coaches just don't like to recruit their class after the summer anymore. They want it done in the summer. You can take official visits in the spring and summer. They want it wrapped up. That's why everyone commits in the spring and summer now. Nobody takes it all the way. And this guy, this Jordan Ross said he was going to take it all the way. And his mom said it was because they wanted to see who got fired at the end of the season. Like if they committed somewhere in that position, coach left for another job or whatever. But they changed their mind. And so they just went ahead and committed to Tennessee. He, I mean, he... I think he unofficially visited UT like five times, Volquist said. Like, he was at UT all the time. He's an, he's an immense talent. Building a pretty good defense. Yeah. Just need some defensive tackles. Getting some, we're, getting, we're getting some. If you could pick where you want your five stars on the defensive line, though, you'd pick edge, right? And then just kind of take some big, gritty three and four stars for the nose tackles or is it the opposite for you because i i think i'd rather have the elite like edge rushers yeah it's tough to turn down the guy off the edge i just think they they, they're getting the guys off the edge right like they're getting them um they just for whatever reason they've been able to get like one defensive tackle since rodney garner's been here and tyree west you know camarion franklin committed to Ole miss last week they just kind of miss on defense they just need some tackles in my head, in my head, Rodney can get the boys in the middle just to eat up some space. And, and I, I, yeah, I think that's, I think that's fair too. I think that's more than fair. Except my boy Junkyard Dog, it's just not going to happen for him. I'm afraid. <laughs> it's yeah. I don't know. Who knows? You just got to get healthy. Got to get healthy. You got hurt right before right before the end of camp again. I'm a little worried about my boy. You ready for some questions? 
Yeah, let's hit us with some patron questions. Patreon.com slash Freeze Ranch. I got a call next week with uh, some, I guess, some of the, the NIL stuff. I'm going to try to get a player maybe once a week for like a 10-minute segment maybe. I don't know exactly what we're going to do, but I'm still going to ask. I feel like in my budget and, you know, for the podcast, we might I might still go with Elijah. I don't know, but I'll, I'll keep you guys posted on that. Patreon.com slash Freeze Ranch. Got a couple spots left in fantasy football leagues. Making plans for Gatorgate. And for Cockgate, and that's not about Danny White. That's about the South Carolina tailgate. Go sign up. Get access to the Discord. Game threads. It's really a good place to get all your news from all around the world. Debates. Tennessee football. Argue about the Titans. Patreon.com slash Reese Ranch. Let's hit some questions. Brother DF asks, well, we'll save record predictions for next week, I feel like. Yeah, yeah, save record predictions for next week. Brother CB, who... 11 at 1. Brother CB, who probably pound for pound asks the best questions of any patron, has asked an absolutely atrocious question. Oh, no. You set him up with a compliment, then you pulled it back. Would you lock in Alabama winning a national title this year if it also locked in Saban retiring? No. I'm not sure Alabama's winning another national title. If you'd asked me this in 2018... Yes. 2019, I still probably say yes. 2020, I probably say yes. 2023, I gotta say no. No, 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 no. Now, if you ask me about Georgia and Kirby, my answer is yes. Oh, if you yeah. told me that Georgia three peats for the first time since, do you know? Minnesota. Yep, yep. Good job by you. I believe it was thirty. Was it thirty-four to thirty-six or thirty-two? I was. 36? I was gonna say nineteen thirty. I just knew it was. I knew it was yeah, Minnesota. It was either 32 to 34 or 34 to 36. I think it's 32 to 34. If you tell me that Kirby wins and gets the three-peat and then he retires, then I would say I'd lock that in too probably. Mm-hmm. If we can get his foot off of college football's neck. But no, not Alabama. Not Saban. I don't think Saban's got it anymore. I don't know if you saw, but Peter Burns was arguing yesterday whether they had the fifth or sixth best quarterback situation in the SEC. It's pretty crazy. West. The SEC West. Yeah, yeah, I know. I I saw that. It's pretty crazy. You listen to, like, I was listening to to, uh, Tim Watts, the Bama Online, who runs their on three. Like, he basically is down on Milrow, Simpson, and Buckner. He said he likes Dylan Lonergan the best, who is, like, the baseball player. Was the the secondary freshman. Like, he was the second... He was he wasn't even the highly rated quarterback they took the high, the highest rated quarterback they took. Then McElroy's like predicting um Simpson. I asked uh my best friend from high school over the weekend, he says he still thinks it's Milrow. It's like everyone has a different answer. It's pretty crazy. And then that doesn't even just factor into the fact that I don't think they have like great wide receivers at all. Huge apologies. Hold on, hold on. Huge apologies, huge apologies. I forgot to give a shout out to a new patron. Oh, okay. My fault. This patron upped their pledge from $2 to $5 a month. Shout out to Emmy McGlasson. Shout out to Emmy? We love you and appreciate you. Is that is that, is that the correct name, Emmy? E-M-M-E. Okay. How would you M. say it? I don't know, M. Oh, M. Okay. We I love you, got, Sister M. We love you and appreciate you. I guess I just kind of got smart with you and then... Maybe you're right. You you hit the reverse card on me pretty No, I wasn't there. sure I wasn't sure I heard you. No, I was I trying wasn't. to get you I was trying to be smart to you saying how else would you say it? And then you're like, M. I'm like, uh, I guess. I don't, it know. Could be. I don't know. I don't know. E M M E. Okay. 
Shout out to Sister M or Emmy. We love you regardless. Brother of the Real Bryce asks, which bet has a better chance of cashing next Saturday? UT minus 28 or over 57 and a half? Feel like you got to go with minus 28, right? I don't know. I, I don't, I don't. Well, I just think like it's 45 to 7. Yeah. That's a 28-point victory. It's not hitting the over. I just don't know if Virginia's going to score any points. I don't know how bad they are. Yeah. For so all... I, really, I, I would just... Yeah, I think you're right. Because for all of the, the, the... Tennessee has, like, some guys on defense. I don't care what anybody says. Tennessee has some dudes on defense. And Virginia's an ACC team. So... I think a bad right. ACC team. An ACC yeah. team that went three and nine last year. Now they will be a fired up, motivated ACC team. Like you know, they're going to be playing with a lot of emotion in their first game since, of course, the tragedy last year at the end of the year for them. But I still don't see them scoring more than fourteen points. So, do you think Tennessee can score forty-two? I would say yeah. most likely. Yeah, that's true. You're right. You've sold me. You sold me. This is why I don't gamble. Brother Gay J asks, "What is your least favorite house chore?" Moving over the clothes from the washer to the dryer. Okay. Okay. I hate taking out clothes from the washer to the dryer. I don't mind folding. I don't mind hanging up. I hate when they're wet, though, and I have to move them over. Okay. I don't – there's nothing that's – I hate scrubbing the shower. Yeah, that's a good one, too. But I don't hate anything as much as I hate weed eating. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I I mean like I I used to tell my mom that weed eating is is like in hell people weed eat. I hate it so much. I don't know why. I I love mowing the grass. Well you're sitting mowing the grass yeah, I know. most likely. Yeah, I I it's not I don't know. Like I would rather pull weeds. I, I would rather pull weeds than weed eat. I don't know what it is. Brother Trent asked, Do you think Trump will serve time in prison? Uh no, I do not. You going to watch the debates tonight? No, I will not. I, I set the DVR. I will, if we get, I mean, look, look, let's just be honest and admit that the 2016 debates were absolutely electric. He, Donald Trump is an electric factory in the debate setting. So if, if he brings back the magic, then I'll start tuning in. I'm not sure the magic is still there. He'll eventually hit the debate stage, right? Whenever it gets sort of gets whittled down. I understand him not wanting to go now because, like, they're all, everyone there is just going to try to attack him for a name. And they're going to kill him tonight. They're going to talk nonstop about him tonight. He'll be the main topic of debate, I would say. Yeah, why would you Why would you debate if you're him tonight? But if it gets down to, like, the final two or three, does he even I need to do that? He, he probably doesn't even have to. He doesn't have to, but, man, isn't it hard to see him not doing it? Unless, like you said, he's lost his magic. Like, he, I mean, he loved it in 2016. Like, so for that reason alone, I would think he would do it again when it came down to it. Just for the chance to, like, call Ron DeSantis ugly, like he called Ron Paul ugly. You know, I mean, like, and Ron Paul's not even an ugly dude, and it didn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Um, 
But no, I don't think he's going to go to prison, Trent. I think, no, no, he's not. We are going to get the mugshot, though, soon, right? Because Wait, I just yeah. saw Giuliani's. I just saw Giuliani's. Yeah, we're going to get the mugshot. What do you have on the weight? Over or under 265? Uh, I was going to say 270 was my guess. Okay. The official line I saw last week was 264 and a half on one of those gambling websites. But he has gotten a little old. He's kind of withering away a little bit. I mean, he's an old man. Yeah, he is old. So I'm, I'm curious to see exactly what he comes in weighing at. Brother Dash asks, where do you stand on COVID making a resurgence and the rumors of lockdowns happening again? Where have the rumors of lockdowns been? I haven't seen that. So, okay, I've seen repeatedly on the Discord and Twitter, mainly just the Discord, I think, like people talking about COVID coming, COVID making a resurgence. The only, but like I've not seen any news stories about COVID actually making a resurgence. The only thing I have seen is that Liberal Arts College in Atlanta. Oh, what is it called? Philip Moore. I can't remember the name of it. It's some private school in Atlanta was instituting a mask mandate for like two weeks. Philip Morris? Yeah, Philip Morris. That's the only thing, that's like the only actual thing I've seen. Which is crazy to me that you're going to make students in August as hot as it is. I just saw Mayor Kane tweet out about, tweet out something about how masks were officially a farce. Like officially, he's got us. He's got him this time. Oh, that's the last thing I've seen about COVID. Somebody had like a secret letter they had written. Some top scientist. I don't know. Check out Mayor Kane's. Okay, look, everyone Twitter account if you want like, the latest. No offense to the mayor, but everyone, everyone except like the most diehard shithill liberal has serious questions about the efficacy of masks at this point, okay? Mayor, no offense. You're not exactly... Like, Mayor, like, don't go out on such a limb, bro. Okay? No, it's Philip Morris, not Morehouse. It's I Philip, Philip Morris. Morris. No, I'm not... Yeah, but Bob and Bob is asking if it's Morehouse. It's Philip Morris. I just know that from Drumline. Um, Shout out to Nick Cannon. So the only thing I've seen is that one college bringing back masks. That's the only thing I've seen. Then I've seen other people on the Discord talking about, well, Brizzy was Brizzy said he had COVID, but I couldn't tell if he was trolling or not. So people were like, is COVID coming back? COVID is not coming back. They could try to meme COVID into existence again, and it wouldn't work, okay? It wouldn't work again. I think it's Morris Brown, too, by the way. Morris Brown, okay. Morris is that Brown. right? I have no idea. And now I'm forgetting about Drumline, and I'm more so thinking about the Outcast song. Yeah, yeah, it's Morris Brown. Morris Brown. Yes, it's Morris Brown College. Producer, producer, cut that out. Not Philip Morris. That's the movie that Jim Carrey did about the gay guy. He said he had a movie, I Love You, Philip Morris. They have reinstated a mask mandate for students and employees. Delete that out of the podcast, producer, please. Philip Morris manufactures cigarettes. My bad, my bad. New York Times and other journos are reporting new COVID variants are coming. Well, they've never stopped coming, and it hasn't mattered because they can't meme it into existence again. Like, there's, like, been a million variants, and it doesn't matter anymore. It's, it's, it's over. It's over. Brother Kilby asks, in this offense, which is more important for the quarterback, John? One, accuracy on passes 25 yards 
and plus downfield or two, the ability to improvise and create when the play breaks down? What is your confidence level in Joe for each? Three questions, but we love Brother Chris and we're going to answer all three. I think it's more important to be able to hit open passes down the field, 25 yards down the field. I believe so, too. I think this offense needs big plays. You're going to create some in the run game, of course, but like you need to hit the over-the-top, busted coverage, schemed and wide open, big-time plays. A, because it's going to fire up everybody on your team and in the crowd or demoralize the opposing crowd. It's going to demoralize, yeah. Yeah, but B, just because like it's hard to go – four or five yards down the field at a time, especially with after an incomplete pass. Like if you're missing deep passes on the field, you know, your tempo doesn't mean anything. So I'll say that's the most important thing. Now I am worried about Joe's pocket presence. I'm worried. There's a bit of a statue back there. I am worried about his internal clock as well. Yeah. Yeah. Pocket presence. That's my biggest concern for the season. I'm more worried about that than his accuracy. I think he has tremendous accuracy on the, 15 to 25 yard passes like the 20 yard crossing route. I think he has tremendous accuracy. Um, I, I do think now that his eyes are fixed, he's probably going to be more confident that he won't overthrow all the wide open deep passes anymore. He hit enough last year to make me think the overthrow days are gone. Yeah. The layups against Pittsburgh. Like the, the Joe Milton now hits every one of those Pittsburgh passes. Yeah. You just have to hit the layups. Just hit the layups and don't fumble when you get sacked. Don't get stripped from behind. Or run out of bounds when the clock is Or fired. run out of bounds on fourth down. But, you know, if Big Sed just catches that pass on third down, we win the game. It's true. It's true. Brother Sed looked like he couldn't jump over a credit card that play, and then here he is just looking awesome in an NFL uniform. What a beautiful play that would have been. Brother Brizzy asks, do we have an update on new shirts? Uh, yeah, the update on new shirts is that um, we haven't came up with a design. Feel free, brought minds of the Discord, to come up with new designs. I will have new shirts for the radio show coming soon. A lot of new shirts for the radio show coming soon. But as far as the podcast goes, Brizzy is able to ask because Brizzy bought three Choose Joy shirts last week. <laughs> I love that he bought three. Yeah, he bought three of the same size, so I'm assuming he's just going to wear all three, which I appreciated, Brizzy. He put his money where his mouth was, so now he can ask me whenever we're going to get new shirts. But if anybody wants to come up with a design, feel free. I'm working very, 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 very closely with a t-shirt designer now and a t-shirt manufacturer, so turnaround will be a lot, lot easier now. So come up with an idea and let me know. Because otherwise I'm just going to put my face back on it, and you guys have enough t-shirts of my face on them. Brother Boomer asks, would you rather never eat candy again or never eat cookies again? That's a good question. That's a really good question. I love chocolate chip cookies so much. Yeah, they're amazing. I would I would have to go. I would rather never eat candy again. But candy is just so much more accessible. Could Is there an existence where I could swap out cookies for brownies? Probably. Probably. Candy, there's just so much of it. I could never eat chocolate again. Unless it was in my cookie. I love Skittles. 
I love the little Hershey Kisses, the single bites. Reese Cups? Oh, my God, I love Reese's. But I still think a chocolate chip cookie is better than all of them. Oreos, love Oreos. Great, great question. Maybe the hardest question ever asked uh, on, the, on the podcast, but I'll say I would give up candy. I'll give up candy and just have to have to go with chocolate chip cookies and maybe put a little peanut butter on them if I needed a, a taste of a Reese's cup. What are you going with? I would rather never eat candy again. Okay. I Great love question. chocolate chip cookies as well. They're so good. Brother, they are. Brother, I don't really OG like other cookies, Matt. though. Do you like other cookies? They're okay. But not I like, or, I like Oreos if I have some milk, but otherwise, like, really, it's just chocolate chip for me. Yeah. I do like sugar cookies, though. I could eat, like, one sugar cookie, and that's it. Brother OG Matt asks, asks, since Joe gifted all of his teammates Beats headphones, what would you gift everyone in the court if you could? Peace and happiness. I was going to say joy. I would, I would love everyone to, to be able to choose joy, especially BJ. Um, I would love for him to just not be so damn miserable every single day. But I would I would definitely gift joy, other than that, a King James Bible. Brother Matt? Um, you want to give the whole thing or just the New Testament? We'll do a little pocket New Testament. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, like the Gideons when they used to bring them over. Yep. Um, you don't really need then, the Old Testament, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> you're you're gonna lose a lot of people when you when you start with that. Every time I tried to read the Bible, I would start in Genesis. I'm like, okay, right, this is not this is not for me. But if you just started me, you know, in the New Testament, you know, get to the good stuff. You know, it might have been a better read. Other than that, I would just I would love to give to everyone the opportunity to watch Joseph Milton the Third sling the pill in live and living color this fall. We all do deserve a national championship. We do. Like, maybe more so me, since I, you know, single-handedly was out there stopping the Greg Schiano hire, you know, putting my blood, sweat, and tears, and rallying the troops, and getting on ESPN, and, you know, doing all that. I deserve it probably a little bit more, but we all deserve it. I would love to celebrate a national championship with everybody. Wouldn't that be so cool? It would be. Did you see Rutgers basketball recruiting class? I saw they had like the number three player in the country, right? Yeah, from from Georgia, and then like the number, like they have like they're gonna get like the number two and three player in the country. Like one is from Atlanta, and the other one is from New Jersey. At least at first, I thought when I saw Rutgers, I was like, "Damn, Rick Pitino is killing it." And I was like, "Wait, no, he's at St. John's." <laughs> I was like, "Who the fuck is at Rutgers? Who's coaching Rutgers? What is happening?" It's crazy. Do they just have like some NIL money? Did somebody say that's enough? Like, what the hell happened? I don't know. I don't know. It's very, very it Mike Rice that used to coach it and beat his player's ass. He was the one that got canceled, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the one. Was he, didn't he throw a basketball at him? Yeah, he went full air bud on him and was slamming <laughs> basketballs at him and such. What do you think Lynn Marshall is doing right now, wife of Greg? I did think about that recently. What would you do like if you were like a wife of a coach and then he just gets fired, he's no longer somebody or an NFL player who just gets cut and he's nobody or an NBA player like what do you do? Well, I mean, well John, you married him so you stick with him. No, I know, but like I, they're I not going to be happy. 
Like, imagine the the woman that married Donnie Tindall. Like, yes, I just married... Like, Jeremy Pruitt's well, she, wife. She left him. She left him. She right, left him for John Brady, which is amazing to me. For who? John Brady, the old LSU coach. <laughs> That's tough. But I was thinking about that with Jeremy Pruitt, too. Like, his wife's like, yes, I'm a football coach's wife. And she was down for the cause. You know, she was helping... Yeah, she was. Yeah, she was. She was helping build the program. And, you know, I, I mean, no disrespect to her, but I'm just like, you know, now she's just not married to a football coach anymore. Yeah. Marshall Marshall received a settlement of $7.75 million when he was fired, when he resigned. Okay, so at least they got a little bit of a nest egg. Yeah, and he was making a ton of money because they have the Koch brothers as their boosters. Yeah, he was making 3 or $4 million a year when he got fired. He, he, he was making good money. So he's doing all right. Lynn's not struggling. Yeah, but just imagine, though, I'm not even talking about money-wise. I'm just being like the, the dedication you have to have for it. Lynn went from being just this absolute, again, electric factory on TV at these games. She, she was, was somebody. The show. She was somebody, and then she became a nobody. Like, her identity was being a coach's wife. I mean, I imagine. I don't know her personally, but I imagine she took that very seriously. She seemed like she did. Mike Rice was turned in by his assistant coach. Same as Donnie Tindall. Whoo! Showed Rice berating, pushing, kicking, cursing, using homophobic slurs, and throwing basketballs at players during practices. Uh, Greg oh, yeah. Marshall. All the videos were out there. Greg Marshall was he? He called. He was he was using some Native American slurs. That's what got that, him canceled. On that one, that one Indian player. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh, but man, <laughs> I just miss Lynn Marshall. That's all. It is a little surprising that he hasn't gotten a job. Like Rick Patino got a job. I think Greg Marshall is a huge, huge, huge asshole. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, I think that's what everyone agrees. Everyone thinks he's a huge asshole. But he took Wichita State to a Final Four. Yeah. Typically, you can be an asshole if you're that good. Yeah. You're right. You're right. I don't know why. I, there's nothing on, like, I. there's, like, the guy that they, the guy that they've, promoted to replace Greg Marshall has already been fired. Oh, they hired the uh, Oral Roberts coach. I do think that was, like, Greg Marshall, you said, was, you know, he he was a made man. He made plenty of money. But, like, Donnie and Pruitt, they had just got a taste of real money. Yeah. And then lost it. Yeah. And then will probably never make it again. That'd yep. be tough. That'd be tough. All right, anything else? That's all. I can't wait to talk Virginia with you tomorrow, or not tomorrow, next week, and then, most importantly, the week after, get into some actual, like, what happened in football. Yeah, it'll be nice to see some games. It'll be right, nice to get you. this first weekend over, because this weekend's games are worse. Yeah, I hate week zero. Everyone gets all gung-ho about it, but it's They're it's terrible. shitty. It's, it's shitty every year. It's fake football. Yeah. I'd rather watch, it's you know... NFL preseason probably. Nothing will be it's like don't you have anything as good as North Northwestern and Nebraska was last year, which was not a good game, but they yeah. don't even have anything that's that's that good. At least it was an interesting game. Yes, correct. I will not All be right. watching any football. I will be going to a concert and running around doing stuff and enjoying my last week of somewhat freedom before we lock in here for football. I love you. I'll talk to you next week. All right, I love you too. Bye bye. See you. Sometimes you just outgrow niggas. 
One degree of separation these days. No hesitation, I just be a bit more patient these days. Niggas think we racing, Grand Theft Auto, five star chase, ain't shit wasted, but time. Throwing tomatoes, can't catch up, nigga, I came from behind. Nigga, I made up my mind. Can't give a fuck about a list, which end we burning it at. Loading up magazines like where the real journalists at. OP is quickly turning to trash, we flipping the page. Plenty sage, money age like grapes, nigga, we getting fermented bags. Tell them I stay on my grind like I had permanent fronts. Saying they kill multiple games, AAU tournament stunts. Woo! I'm turning me up, been low-key as fuck. Whole fools in the hood just started opening up. Copious smoke coming out, blunt as the dope rolling up. Sugar coast just the faux pride, know the truth won't give a fuck. I'ma have to show these niggas I can't tell them shit. Too much talking and you sounding like you selling shit. I'ma have to show these niggas, I'ma have to. I'ma have to show these niggas, I'ma have to. Hey, hey. You gon' have to show me, nigga, can't just tell me shit. Too much talking and you sounding like you selling shit. You gon' have to show me, nigga, you gon' have to. You gon' have to. You gon' have to. I'ma have to show these niggas I can't tell them shit. Bought a semi-truck, fuck a penny, y'all was sick of metal shit Sell the shit, vice lord, all well and shit Every bitch a nigga fuck, wanna have my baby, I can go sell a bit Nigga fuck that, cause I'm three coats, by the bundle, one a couple level Got a couple Cali bitches, like my valley bitches and my blood bitches Been a jungle, yeah, nigga rapping, I ain't in the rap game Cause the rap shit'll take you under, put you in the dirt And then they throw the flowers on you when you're dead Layin' in the gutter, gotta bring it back, baby I be forgetting some of y'all crack babies. Bitches do their best to try to tear me down. Living legend status where I'm at, baby. Against the island, put it on the map, baby. Finn Ball Streets of the joint. Big rabbit eye bounce on the bitch. City boys up a hundred points, nigga. What? Yeah. Breaking these hoes one of these days. One of these hoes gonna break your trust. Yeah. Living ain't dead, but they turning the traffic and real niggas getting locked up. Yeah. Frontin' my nigga, her package. I know that my package might get fucked up. Yeah. Helping these niggas one of these days. One of these niggas gonna break your trust. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. You gon' have to pardon my fascination with niggas' exaggerations. There's definitely no lack of imagination. And at the same time, so much to be desired. They spend so much to be desired. Need new noise. We them Hebrew boys that walk straight in that fire. Umpire says safe. Waited, I'm sliding. He lying, I can't be. Waited, I write it. I gotta be playwright. Way that they fold and it gotta be laundry day, right? It's always weird when actors get stage fright. I'm burning this sage like Kyrie on game night. You know niggas don't do what they say, right? You gon' have to show.